0: Welcome to Mother Nature CSI. I'm Patty Lane. I'm going to just jump right in here. It's day eight for us here in San Diego. That's how many days we've been staying at home, only going out for essentials or exercise to walk the dog, get fresh air, all while being six feet away from anyone we encounter. Social distancing is now the norm. My walks outside are getting a little more frequent, to the delight of my dog, Cheyenne. And when seeing neighbors on the street, we smile, wave, mouth good morning or good afternoon. Our dogs want to greet each other, but we pull them back, turn, and move along. It's lonely walking around the neighborhood these days, where there's an eerie quiet. My walk takes me around an abandoned elementary school, usually filled with kids playing on the playground. Their laughs can usually be heard from my house, but now... It's empty, and the reader board outside says closed due to COVID-19. Occasionally, I'm encouraged when I see a family walking together or riding bikes. It's nice to see them out together. But who knew, with all the social media we are so involved with, that being told to stay away from people would be so difficult. Additional restrictions were put into place this week in an effort to keep people from congregating. They closed the beaches, the parks, the lakes, and the trails. Yesterday, I had to get out for the first time since the order went into place to get groceries. There was a line of people separated by six feet waiting outside for their turn to go in and shop as the store monitored how many were actually inside. A worker at the doorway wiped down my grocery cart. I walked inside, donning a face mask and gloves, and I was not alone. This has become our new normal in the days of pandemic. When I'm not out walking the dog, I'm working at the house and I'm getting a lot done. We had some preparedness items in place and camping has helped a lot with that. The hardest thing is not being able to see my friends and family. My parents, they're in their 80s and I worry about them. I encourage them to stay inside and hope they won't venture out for a ride out of boredom, but I know it's hard on everyone. I have to believe people are taking this virus seriously and staying home, keeping it from spreading or getting it from others. So, for this podcast, where we focus on natural and man-made disasters, I've been thinking about how to approach COVID-19. Usually, I head out and interview people in person, but with social distancing, that's not possible. I put out a call on our Facebook page for people to share how they're coping, and you'll hear from them in the upcoming episodes. But first, I wanted you to hear from my own family, how they're coping, what their challenges are. They're much like every other family in this country. Today, I'm introducing you to my sister, Lori.
1: All I can say is is have faith. Um, We're going to get through this. Um, Keep in touch with your families and, you know, just be the best person you can be.
0: That's my sister Lori. She lives in Oceanside, California with her husband, Dave. Dave works for the school district there. They're both getting used to their new normal of staying in, finding other things to do, and looking at what they're grateful for. Lori tells me a positive that's come out of being stuck at home is it's taken her into her backyard. You know, being that we're in, the, in our house mostly, um, the good thing is is that I've been able
1: to garden. And um, I'm planting a lot of vegetables, spending time out in the yard and uh, watering, things like that, which is something that I really enjoy doing. So I'm getting to spend more time doing that. We've got tomatoes and onions and uh, bell peppers and radishes and cucumbers mm-hmm. and, and watermelon and, and cantaloupe. And um, I really enjoy watching them grow and, and you know, they're just starting out, so, you know, they're not ready to harvest yet, but I am looking forward to doing that.
0: Lori echoes what many of us are finding challenging. Mostly the boredom. Um, you know, I think that's the biggest challenge for me right now.
1: Um, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, watch the movies and, you know, I'm, watch- I'm walking my dogs in the neighborhood to get out because I don't live in a very congested neighborhood and I'm able to, uh, walk the dogs and, uh, get some fresh air. So that really does help me to get outside, even if it's just for a little while. And, um, grooming my dogs because, you know, all the groomers are closed and, and, uh, it takes time. I'm not a professional,
0: but I'm having fun at it. Not seeing family in person and not hugging her grandkids has been hard.
1: No, I haven't been able
0: to see my family member, but thank goodness
1: for, uh, FaceTime and Duo, because we're able to video chat with my grandkids and my children and my parents and my siblings and that, so so that, that really does seem to help, but it's still not the same, you know, when you're able to see them in person and give them a hug and, you know, tell them everything's going to be okay. My biggest concern is my parents, because they're they're elderly and they're senior citizens, and, you know, I just want the best for them, so it's nice to be able to see them on video and be able to see that they're okay.
0: She says technology allows her to have a doctor visit while staying at home. And like if we need to see a doctor, our doctors do a video chat
1: and things like that. So, you know, that's reassurance that if we were to get sick, we're able to see them on video and uh, be able to treat us or call something in.
0: School districts around the state are shut down and students are home, but many of them counted on the meals they were given during school hours. Now, Oceanside is one of the districts handing out the school's food to the community. Lori says her husband's helping out with distribution.
1: There's a crew of about four or five guys, and uh, they load up their big trucks, and they take them to a site, and um, these people know where to go to get their lunches and everything, and um, they always show up. You know, people are hungry, and I'm, I'm just so glad that they're not wasting that food and throwing it away, and they're feeding the neighborhood. I, I think that's a blessing.
0: And the pandemic has really opened her eyes to the need for preparedness with food and supplies.
1: Oh, absolutely. I will definitely, this, this has been a real lesson for a lot of people, not just including me my husband. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, it's something that I think everybody needs to do, um, regardless of you know, disasters and uh, earthquakes and, you know, this coronavirus now, and I just think it's really important that, you know, you have dry goods stored somewhere safe in your home in case something like this does happen because, you know, as we're going out to the grocery store and getting things, you know, uh, they're limiting a lot of stuff where you can only get, like, one loaf of bread or Um, You can't buy three bottles of bleach. You have to buy one. And, you know, uh, being that they're limiting it, it's it's making it kind of difficult. And we have to be there at the grocery stores, you know, by 7 a.m. to even get anything. So, you know, it's very challenging. And uh, it's frustrating, too, you know, because we can't get the things that we want.
0: And her message to all of us dealing with this? All I can say is, is have faith.
1: Um, we're going to get through this. Um, keep in touch with your families and, you know, just be the best person you can be and try and stay away, you know, from people, from being so close to people so that we don't uh, spread this any further. Um, there's a lot of people really sick right now, and and um, I just pray that, that they recover from it. We just have to be there for each other and, and help each other out the best we can.
0: That was my sister, Lori. Well, I'll be bringing you more first-person stories from those living through this pandemic and more from my family and friends. I'll also be adding some links with information on staying safe through all of this. And it can't be said enough, we're all going to get through this. Well, if you'd like to leave your voicemail comment and tell us how you're coping, give us a call at 619-800-5188. That's 619 800 5188. This voice message service gives you three minutes to leave a message. Now, if you need more time, just call back after you finish and continue. I'll try to get as many of your voice messages in a future podcast. Let's try to encourage each other and be kind to one another. Until next time, I'm Patty Lane. Make sure you subscribe to Mother Nature CSI wherever you listen to your podcasts.